1: Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's Bombus.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. A lot can happen
0: in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com
2: Did you design your, like, you work hard and you have you have so many companies. Hard work, luck. Did you design it? Did you know you were going to do that? Like, what was your secret to, like, what was your secret to designing the life you want? I drop it like a hot. Drop it like a hot. Drop it like a hot. Natalie, what do I do? <laughs> I hope it's giddy giddy. Hey guys, uh, welcome to our podcast. Uh, we have an amazing woman who's about to join us, and I can't wait to share the story of when she gets on here, if she remembers, when we originally <laughs> met at a tiny little place uh, when we started this whole... A cooking class?
1: No, it was White no. Space Comet. I'll never forget where I saw her the first time.
2: Okay. Oh, um, I'm, I'm, I'm really second nervous her. So, uh, her name is Katriana and she's going to join us. I have so many questions because, you know, although she's a wicked successful, um, entrepreneur, entrepreneur business woman, um, she is also raising a daughter and she's co-parenting and I am, um, I want to get, you know, we haven't often had women who are navigating the waters with, um, an ex with an ex So they have a kid and wife. we thought, you know, we should be really talking to all to look, every mom has a different situation and we 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 listen to you guys and you know, we appreciate your feedback so much on this podcast because we do this really to have conversations with you all. So, when you want something, hit us up and we can't wait to share um let's tell
1: you a little bit about where what she all the things mine all the things that she does, because I feel like it reminds me of when people list off all the things we do. And I go, gosh, that's, you know, people, it sounds like a lot. We're like, oh, really? But when I, um, so we found that we hate doing
2: intros. Like we hate personally when someone's like, so tell us about yourself. Like you and I, hate doing that. I don't
1: mind saying what I, what I do. It's
2: telling the story of where we
1: started. So we're trying
2: to tell people, we're trying to help people by them. If it's our pain point, it's got to be other people's pain point too. You agree?
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, we'll ask her. There's people who love saying that they're authors. That's why we became one. But um, there was like, when we did one with Heather McMahon, she was like, oh, I hate doing that. I'm like, yeah, I feel you. Okay, go ahead now. So she's the founder of Coco & Co. It's an events company and a blog. She's the co-founder, creative director too at halo and company which is a pr agency but she also owns CocoCon, which is an events company she has a podcast with her girlfriends called conversations with coco and friends she's a lifestyle blog focusing on food travel design fitness fashion and beauty while being a mother to her seven-year-old she's an on-the-go entrepreneur who prides herself with creating content with the perfect balance between everything that is beautiful and uplifting and everything that is relevant and thought-provoking i think she's also friends with drake (laughs) <laughs> just, most
2: importantly, she has the most fabulous head, as you ever did say and loves flowers. Yeah, I need, she's just a fabulous like, person.
1: We intro for you, basically. We, did, you. we said yeah. everything you did, so everyone who's listening right now knows all the things you're doing and I was saying it's so crazy. Sometimes you never really think about all the things that you're doing and when people intro us and they say all this, I'm like, whoa, that's a lot. It's like, but when you're doing it, it, doesn't feel that much. And we just listed off all of the things you do. And it's like, <laughs> oh my, like that is, that is a multitasking woman right over there. Oh, I thanks I, guys. I awesome. have to ask you a question before we carry on. Did,
2: before the pandemic, did you used to go to an office or have you always had an office in your house?
3: I used to go to an office. Yeah, we, um, yeah. Our office is, is, we have one of our employees still kind of going in because she can't stand her roommate. I don't know if I should say that, but so <laughs> our office uh-huh. had to our office had to close because of all the rules. Um, but yeah, we worked all together in the office.
1: So you'll all be back there eventually.
3: Eventually, yeah. But I don't know. I'm kind of. I don't. I like to be alone. But when I was working, what was really hard was when I was working at home and Harlow was here too. That was just like. And Jimmy was here and we're doing construction and everything was happening at the same time. That's what I was like. I wish I had my office back.
1: But. That's a lot. That's but.
2: So will you go back to the office? Yes. We're thinking of getting, so, yeah. oh, so you will 100%. Yeah, yeah but
3: not alone. every day. I, I, I think I'll, I'll go like half days or Perfect. three full days, you know?
1: Yeah, I love that. You know, mm-hmm. I I I remember the first time we met you because we had been following you, and it was like this first time that I had like been following an influencer or like a influencer or a celebrity, and then you see them in real life for the first time. And we were like, I was dazzled. Like, oh did that my work? god! I'm like, she's there. She's <laughs> in real life. It's such a weird feeling when you're like following someone, you feel like you know them. Anyways, there and you were really well. Like you're fabulous. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, oh no, we have to go her. I'm like, oh my god, I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I love you I guys at Loblaws, look at you Loblaws, now <laughs> it was a cooking thing it was at Loblaws cooking and we were Isn't we were amazing. gonna leave I'm like I, have think to say hi I
2: gotta say hi I gotta I'm say hi. I'm like you can say hi, go son. say hi go say hi like,
3: like, hey. So amazing.
2: <laughs> we're so excited to have you on and I said before you got on here you know we have a a large um d- demographic of women and I realized we had never talked to a woman about co-parenting, navigating that, what that felt like as a working woman on top of it all. And when Mm -hmm. when I, when I was writing the questions, I was like, you know, well, how, how is it navigating? How was it when you had your child at home and you were trying to work full time? Because a lot of our U S audience is still at home trying to work like with children at home.
3: Right. Um, I found it very overwhelming. I I'm, I I'm like an introvert and I like to be alone. <laughs> um or and especially when I'm working, like I I don't like a lot of noise and I I found that it very very frustrating. Um especially when I can look over my daughter's homework but like doing it with her. So in the beginning it was like it wasn't virtual school in such a way that she was kind of on all the time. It was like you know, this is the work you have to do. And I'm like, okay, now I have to teach how you do it. (laughs) Like, like, whoa, teachers are amazing because she won't listen to me. Not like that. She'll be like, "Ah, I don't want to do it. Ah, I don't want to do it like that. You know, and and my daughter, bless her, is, 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 you know, she's smarter than me in math already. So she'll be like, mm, you're, you're actually wrong. <laughs> yeah. You know, it would take up most of my day. And I, a lot of people I work with don't have kids. So they don't understand like what that means or what that's like. Or if I'm on Zoom and I have to hop off or if, um, you know, you just your brain is in so many places. So I found it very, very frustrating. And the second they said she could go back to school, I was like, off you go.
2: When how, you, how you... old is she she's eight <sighs> got it so not fully launched yet like where they can navigate a lot by themselves like my oldest yeah. was 11 and was helping the other two as we right. were trying to do things so she I had a little bit of a leader but if you only have an eight-year-old yeah. that's very hard to get them to be self-motivated
0: Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash and Nat today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash
1: and I remember when they just went back to school and then we were like, oh, we'll see how long it lasts. Are we, did I just have like this... Epiphany in my head that that'll never happen again. I don't want to say never, yeah. but no, we're good to go. Now, right?
3: Right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. Yeah. Uh, right. I yeah. I don't know. Never.
3: I feel like they, like the, with the the idea that you could send kids home. Now it's like maybe we'll send them home again. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. They did
2: it once. They can do it again, can't yeah.
3: they? It would, I mean, yeah. And it. It. I just. I always have to like put the, put it in perspective because I only have one, and I'm just like I can't imagine having multiples and having to fit like i wouldn't I wouldn't be able to work. I know that for sure just because it it was so much um just with her and I don't know. I, I, I feel, I feel for everybody who went through this. So like kudos to all the parents who made it through and that, uh, yeah. you know, didn't, aren't still suffering with a lot of the, whatever came from that, like depression, stress, all that kind of stuff, because you want to be on top of everything. And then you'll see like these moms doing these amazing crafts and like doing all these <laughs> cool things and, you know, like keeping it all together. And I was like, Ooh, I did it like in the beginning. And then I'm like, Oh, no no
2: do you play do you play
3: like
2: do you she like to no okay I we don't play either
3: i'm like do you want to read we can have quiet time you can read your book and i'll read my book but no i can't i can't i'm not again i can't even go tobogganing like it's just not my thing i'm like (laughs) i totally
1: agree oh my gosh my friend was talking about her daughter is like really into dollhouses and all that but she's an only child so we're like do you have to play with dollhouse with her and she's like yeah she like I, I take i take a quarter of a gummy and it gets kind of it's the only way it can be fun <laughs> that's hilarious that's the way to go that that was the other thing about
3: having an only child is that especially when we couldn't even have like a legal play dates like she's there hanging with me and yeah. jimmy and it's like you feel bad. I'm like, are you losing your social skills? Like, will you ever make a friend again?
2: (laughs) No, and manners. I, I actually, my son had an outdoor, I said, I called Natalie and I was like, oh, we have a problem. I took him to an outdoor birthday party and I picked him up and, um, he, he, I like, he walks out of the party without saying anything. I'm like, no, you have to say thank you for having me. He's like this. Thanks. Like, didn't even make eye contact. I was like, it's because he's, you know, at that pivotal age where it's practice makes like kind of perfect they're practicing on me now so I'm like you say thank you so much I'm like when you get a partner or like a date or something the parents make or break you buddy so you really got to go out there and make sure that you are polite and helpful or you're not invited anywhere Anywhere. I need you invited places you know like like, you cannot stay at home um you uh okay so I I I know you know these questions but you cope What in your stories that we watch with your fabulous house, your (laughs) ex is often over at your house, and you guys seem to co parent not only together but like together.
3: Yeah, yeah, is that new? (laughs) Um, in the last two years, sorry, there's something happening, there's always something happening. Okay, okay, um, in the last two years, so. This is like, I guess we talk about our relationship and co-parenting because one, we're proud of it, but two, to give people hope that it can happen um, because in the beginning, it didn't seem like it was going to, you know, really? like, it, yeah, it was, it was very tough. It was, the divorce was very, very hard, um, but we kind of both got through it and then came to our senses and also realizing Harlow was growing up so quickly and knowing that we got together, we were in love for, we were together for 14 years. It was a long time. Right. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So to to it all to blow up, to be nothing. And then our, the only person that really suffers is our child. We really had to figure it out. So I went to a lot of therapy <laughs> and, um, you know, I think he figured out a lot of stuff on his own and um, together we were able to really like, do it for her
1: how many years did that take so from the time that you got divorced to 2 years ago when you started to do it right
3: so we got do- divorced maybe 5 years ago I'm really okay. bad with timing so yeah around
1: so that was, that was that so that you went through that challenging time and you and you were able to come out yeah
3: yes yeah
1: is it a conscious choice like
2: daily like i think you know from what we hear we had we had two single moms and I know that my parent, my parents fought from custody. Like they, we, I wasn't going to see either. Like I was, one of yeah. them was only going to have. They went. They almost went to fight. Fight. Do you know that? Probably. Um. Yeah. And eventually, they they figured it out. But I wonder behind. I just know that as a grown up, so you, they had to make obviously because appointments and summer mm-hmm. every plan you make, you have to communicate with someone. Yeah even you have to have better communication than when you
1: were married almost. Yes. How do you how yeah. do you do it? Do you do it like my 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 step siblings would come, they would come every Wednesday and then every other weekend. How do you yeah. guys do it?
3: Yeah, it's basically the same thing. So he she, Harlow goes over there when when she's not there on a the weekend, he gets two days, two evenings during the week. And then the vice versa, one evening during the week when she's there on the weekend. Do you get more. Sense. Yes, yeah. So I have, um, and that was all part of the negotiation, and and it's great. Like, it's great now, um, and it's true. We do communicate so much more. But I, I didn't not like him as a human being. So like, just to put that out there, bad things happen. But I didn't not like him as a human being. So as a friend, you know, it, I, I like him so much more. But as a partner, it wasn't it wasn't a good match um but but at the at the end of the day we communicate well which is good we had to work towards it but we do communicate well and and when it really is all about the kid then the communication's great like we don't we don't mind talking we started out kind of having like um a shared understanding and a plan of what we wanted for our daughter and all that was was just like a lot of love like we just wanted to surround her with the most love because that would allow her to achieve whatever whatever success she wanted if she felt that at either home she wasn't getting less of something right so wherever she goes she kind of gets the same things and and I never wanted her to feel like she could go over to dad's and dad would say yes. And mom would say no, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so we, that's something we, we, we work on often because he can get to be just like, Oh, but she's so cute and she did it right. And she did this. I'm like, no, bro. No, she's going to hate me when she's 16. Cause I'm, I'm more strict than he is. Right. So I have to, that's one thing that we we work through together is to make sure that she's not like more, spoiled in yeah. one place and not in the other
2: and I think that's such a good point for so many moms who have to do like that. I mean I think that when we talk about our platform and when we used to go away and we would leave lists for our, our husbands and like we were so controlling over what we mm-hmm. did and I think we realized we were the ones who enabled them not to be as capable as they are. Like we wouldn't let them right. be as capable. And when you let relinquish the control of your own, like you kind of have to let go of the control as a mom in, in because you can't control what she's doing over there. So you kind of have yeah. to be like, it's going to be different. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that's what so much of the fighting can often be about is you're like, but my way is right. You can't go do it your way now because <laughs> that will mess her up.
1: You yeah. know? Right. Yeah. right
3: you have like your basics like your basic standards that both should follow but I've never been super crazy about um uh, I guess like Yeah, she has a bedtime and she has all these things, but I've never been really crazy about like she has to eat this kind of thing or she has to like drink this kind of thing and she can't have that. So I've been more free with that because I could could understand if you were very particular about everything, that there's an opportunity to fight literally about everything.
1: Absolutely everything, yeah.
2: (laughs) And and I think a lot of women, I think a lot of moms have a hard time with that because it's really hard to let go of your expectations, yeah. your expectations, right or wrong, just what you think, right? Right. So, oh, yeah. You have to go, you could literally go tooth and nail to everything. You could be like, that's going to harm <laughs> yeah. them. That's going to harm them. You know, they right. they need sleep. It's, it, it's amazing that you, any tips for like, I mean, I know everyone does it differently, but is there anything you can tell our moms like about, how to get to that communication place. Like, it sounds like therapy. I don't, is there anything else that we could?
3: Um, I think I always like lead with putting myself in the other person's position. So you think about the way you think about things because of how it affects you. But if you can think about their frame of mind when they're going into something, it's easier for you to understand why they're choosing to do things the way they want to do it. And that's, and and not always coming from a judgmental perspective, that, yes, that person may have hurt you. they have, they may have hurt you. But if they've said and they've decided that they that they want to move past and through the past, then you also have to rise above to be at that level, too. Like you can't keep fighting the same fights based on your relationship because yeah. we're in something new now, right? Now this true. is this is all to say that you have someone that you're working with that is also going to do it too.
1: That's a good point.
3: You know, because I know he he really had to step up and he really had to make some change for that to work in order for us to work too. There's a lot, like I say all this, but there's a lot of, men who don't do that and they want to fight just as much as women do so it really is dependent on the situation but if both of you are willing to rise above and know that like we now have this common goal to raise the the most kick-ass kid that we can then let's do it
1: like you have to find like you have to find Somewhere, a way to respect each other as parents, not a, yes. not as partners anymore, but to respect. I think you could be a good parent, mom or yeah. dad. And so I, I feel confident in this parenting thing with you. But like you yeah. said, it can be hard because some people are just d- dick bags and they don't want to be a part of this journey. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. yeah. Or you, and have, then, you have to
1: let go of anything they've ever done to you. Like you what? have to let go.
2: Like <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> but fuck, you're you're here forever, right? Yeah.
3: It's like I can't be like. Remember that time? Like, I can't I can't do that. I have to be like that that happened and that is in the past and we will keep on moving away from that, right?
2: Is that the hardest part of co-parenting? Like is just you had a relationship and now they're in they don't ever leave and they're still there.
1: (laughs) Yes. Ever, ever, ever gonna leave. Yeah. It's a crazy thing. What about what about? being a single mom and dating. Like, how does that go down?
3: Yeah, that was so weird for me. Um, Really? Yeah, because I had been in a relationship since I was 21. So now the world has changed, right? Like, now the world is... Uh, digital and apps and, like, you don't know, meet people at bars. Like, it was very strange to me. Um So I I, I always talk about being denied from Raya or Raya, and I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do this. Like, if you're not even going to accept me on these apps, then I'm going to keep them moving. What's
1: Raya? What's Raya? <laughs> it's like
3: this, it's this app, like, this dating app, but it's for, like, artists and... um Business owners, and but you have to be accepted. So, they, yeah. And so, a friend sent me an invitation. They're like, "Oh, you'll totally meet a cool guy on here because you travel a lot and whatever." And it's like in all cities around the world. So I went and put in all my information. Then the next day, we're sorry at this time we cannot accept you. Two. I'm oh, like,
1: Oh, do they, they, do they tell? What is it based on that they would reject you?
3: And they went. They, they asked for your Instagram handle, and I was like, Okay.
1: I oh know. my gosh, I I don't think that's a good out. I know. <laughs> that's so oh my crazy I, my mouth yeah. is on that makes me so scared. Like I know. because oh. there's there's other options if if if, if need be. Yeah. There's other options.
3: There are definitely other options, but I just But that's I, not a I,
1: good way to start. No, like holy I'm... shit, talk about crushing.
3: Oh, it was very crushing. I went on a couple of dates and they were weird, but I that I was ended up being in this house by myself and I had um a friend of mine who who I who is now my partner but he would come around and like help me with stuff like fixing things and like helping me with the contractor cuz some of them were just just only like speak to men like you know that kind of stuff and then from there we kind of like it's this slow kind of weird thing and all of a sudden we were dating just, what yeah, yeah never, it was weird i thought you guys
1: were friends yeah for like yeah. high school
3: yeah, well, not since high school, but since, like, college or university, we were friends. But, yeah, he kind of came around, and he would just help me with stuff. When was he, was like,
1: just helping with you with stuff, but he was into you? Or did it well, actually... He, he,
3: he says he's, like, he fell in love with me the first time he saw me. But And I, I was like, you did? <laughs> I was always hooking him up with my girlfriends. I'm like, he's he's cute, nice guy. You should date him. So, Tim, like... Now I'm like, oh, well, I know you were with her. And I
1: know you were with her. Uh, <laughs> that is literally that's just like the movies though, when they're actually the interested. holiday party, they all come around. Yeah, oh, here, you know, yeah in but interest. also like she was suggesting and that he wanted to be with her. And she's like, You should you should you should be with my friend. And he's just like crushed a little bit every time. I've actually never been I've never been with a guy where we started as as friends and then it turned into something romantic. Me I've never been yeah. in that situation. I I mean I feel like it happens in the movies, but i've never seen it real i've, I've never yeah. felt it before like how did yeah. you how did you go from
3: being friends to like kissing and a- and actually like seriously like not even it never crossed my mind and that sounds weird but we were what? all in, we, we all went to new york for new year's we were at soho house and it was with a big bunch of friends of mine we all like we have a pretty not big but it, it was like eight of us all together and they're all coupled up and um it was the countdown, and one of my friends at, like, New Year's, she's like, kiss, kiss. And then he <laughs> kissed me, and I was like, ooh, <laughs> where did that come from? Like, I had no idea. And it was, like, complete butterflies. And I was like, oh, have I been, like, just, like, Pushing that away for so long, but That's wow. so, so was. fun.
1: That's so what so like—a magical fun. kiss. So and the butterflies yeah. came. So- eight of you,
2: like that's and not illegal, you know. Was, like, eight of you, you make it with a stranger, but not—that was bus-
1: so yeah. risky of him to go for it. Like, oh, what are I you know. like? What are you doing? I
3: know, and ruin the whole trip and everything. But no, it just got better from there.
1: <laughs> oh wow! Well, so how long have you been together now?
3: Um, I think.
1: Three and a half years, maybe? Three and a half. You're engaged, right? Yeah. You didn't see yeah. the flowers? I
0: know, I know. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> I mean, the late bloomers tend to have more curiosity. They tend to have more resilience.
2: There's stories and mythology that this country has woven around Black men. What if everything we've been taught is just all wrong what's worth more than this fear right now and that
3: rising after failure
2: is part of the glory of being a human being listen to deeply personal insightful and thought-provoking stories from the world's leading thinkers and doers listen and subscribe to the unmistakable creative wherever you get your podcasts ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me Keke Palmer.
1: <laughs> so do you get now that you're engaged do you get married
3: no we're not married yet um we we're supposed to get married his family lives and came in and so we were going to do that but they're not letting anybody in um yeah no, yeah no cases so they're not letting anybody in so we have to wait till they open up
2: do does x and um do they get along
3: yeah they they, they work together what <laughs> yeah. that's more recent. Like last year they started working together. They are very good friends. Like actually I think Jimmy really also helped us like put a lot of perspective into things 'cause Oh wow. Yeah. He's he's very um pragmatic and kind of like he had some things growing up with his parents. Um my parents were still so together are still together and Brad's parents were still together before they died. So he we hadn't been through like a a situation where we had turmoil at home and Jimmy had. And so his thing was always like we need to find a way to figure it out, you know? Instead of being like finding ways because a new relationship can come in and make it even worse, right? Yes. Because like, you know, But that guy, like, he was dirt, and his thing was just like, no, no, let's find a way to figure it out, too, and he really helped calm me down in certain situations, so, yeah, that's crazy.
1: And that (laughs) seems like the relationship between um, Harlow and Jimmy is so magical.
3: It really is. It really is, like, so amazing. I am very lucky with that, too. But he knew her because we were all friends. He'd always been around, right? Wow. So he knew her since she was a baby, too. So it, she, it wasn't like, like now a it's new my person. I yeah. am like, well, okay,
2: sorry. So we did uh, a movie about we it. Did, I know. You need cameras <laughs> in your house. We did a, we did a. Uh, like a Facebook Live, just kind of helping women figure out because so many women are in transition after they have a baby, right? And they, they're they really stretched for money and they feel the pressure to do something above and beyond um, just being just being at home. Mm-hmm. And we were talking to them and like, I believe, I would say 90% said the biggest thing stopping themselves is their own biggest credit. Who is them? Themselves. Like starting their own business. Doing anything, mm-hmm. taking a risk, starting something. Do you, did you design your, like, you work hard and you have your, you have so many companies, hard work, luck. Did you design it? Did you know you were going to do that? Like, what was your secret to, like, what was your secret to designing the life you want?
3: I think what, like, divorce became a catalyst to move it further and faster. So I was always doing a lot of things. Um, but knowing that, like, now it was me, like, it was just, like, it was me. I didn't have anything to lean on. Um, and, like, that fear and then this, like, this, like, competitive nature to prove that was in me that I could do more than I was doing, um, that pushed things along for me. i would match that up with luck. Um, I met, I was doing a big party for a liquor brand, and I met... Hala who's my business partner um at that at that party I'd invited her to come and she just thought I threw like parties at nightclubs and she came and she's like whoa
2: this is what you do she's like let your parties are (laughs) whoa I mean you'll have to go to her Instagram
1: and you'll be whoa like where does she even get that stuff yeah the Four season's ones. I'm like whoa anyway yes
3: and so she was like, do you want to partner? Because she wanted, she was actually working in-house at Four Seasons, and so she was like, do you want to partner and do this together? And we were going to do, um, she had, She wanted to do a PR agency, and I would just do the creative bit to it. And I was like, yeah. You know, I didn't I didn't put a lot of thought into it. I was like, yeah, you're a strong, amazing woman. But We had had a meeting um, a couple months prior uh, when I was, like, in the thick of going through the divorce stuff. And she was just, she, she had been through a divorce and I I didn't know that. And she was just said to me, like, no one had ever said to me, like, this is going to be the hardest thing you ever go through in your life. And no one had ever like acknowledged it that way for me. So I think having people like her in my life um, that allowed for me to figure out who I was outside of my old relationship helped Add to me having the drive to continue to push and do more and grow and be more. So, yeah, it's a a little bit of luck. It's a lot of hard work.
2: And another woman. You know, what I keep hearing, like you say, and you've said it with Jimmy, who's your fiance, is like, basically, I think so many women get so hard on themselves for difficult situations or transitions or when they're going through something hard. But like everything you've said that was hard has something good really good has come out of the really hard and we're we're always so hard so quick to judge ourselves on or compare that or that we've let our kids down or that we've done something terrible to them when jimmy has went through something terrible as a child but look at him as an adult to be able to be the calming force um you know we took turmoil into something to make like just like every mom needs to like take a beat and understand that everything that you're saying that was so hard has become better on the other side. If I think that, if I was to sum it up,
3: there's a, there's a study that I always get the name of it wrong, but it was out of Stanford. um, And it was, it was based on, um, it was, it's called, it's called like the failure. I don't know something about the failure, Um, but that every, if you look at people's lives, every, Big amazing life changing thing comes after a really really hard failure. Something bad happens and something amazing and transformative always seems to come right after that because there's something in, in humans um, that's come through evolution that like it'll, it it forces us into a new way of being. Because otherwise, you just it, the the failure will swallow you up. Mm-hmm. And we are as 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 humans are actually quite hopeful, even though we don't think we are. And and that if something bad happens to us, we we will wallow, but we do find a way to make it so much better. It's just you feel like you know it feels too long in the in the beginning of the divorce. Like I thought it was going to last the rest of my life. I was like, I'm never going to get out of this. You know, I'm I'm in my mid thirties. Like I wanted to start again. I wanted to have more kids, like all of this stuff, you know, and now, now what? Now what am I right. going to do? You right. know, but I never, I never pictured that <clears throat> there could be, excuse me, this kind of happiness after that. I never thought. You're happy. There, yeah. Oh, so happy. I mean, Yay! I'm, I'm so, I'm so happy, but like, also there's, there's struggle in everything and what everybody okay. does. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, like nothing it's going to achieve that perfect life it's just it doesn't exist so once you get over that and know that even in my new relationship we fight all the time but it's just different right yeah a different kind of love
2: i just think it's so i don't think a lot of people have these conversations like that's what i'm hearing i said i guess because when you get divorced you it's not just you and sometimes it's not always easy to speak about because it's not as the, tr- the transition and, and the development of the relationship doesn't always go as planned. And you really, you really do hate them. You know, like you mm-hmm. really don't, oh, yeah. you were, you, that person has ruined your life maybe. And, and a lot of, you know, I can think of someone directly that's the statement over and over and over again. And I just, I think that to hear, you speak so openly and honestly that it's not, uh, it's not like, and we're done and now it's easy. It's like you're evolving and you're constantly evolving and probably having to go over bumps and bruises over and over again, but then get back on track again because of your reason why, which is your daughter. Like, so it's like yeah. this never ending, <laughs> like, oh, but I, same as a marriage, you know, with, yeah. with a parent, when we, use share kids, there are times where you're like, oh dear God, yeah. you know, where you just want to oh, trump absolutely. the other person. You're like, daddy yeah. said, no, I don't know why, but go ask him, you know, like there's yeah. definitely different reasons why. Holy cow. What I hate this question too, but what, what's next? like what do you, you basically have a PR firm. You mm-hmm. have like an, event a, a, company. an events company a blog, like for, for fun and all the, like <laughs> what, what is, what, what do you have? Do you have more room? Do you have, like a book?
3: <laughs> oh, I'd love to read books. Oh, and congratulations on your book, by the way.
2: That's <laughs> Thank you.
3: <laughs> I mean, look who's talking guys. Um, <laughs> I don't, I, I think I stopped planning like the big what's next because of COVID I caught myself in the beginning of COVID being like we need to pivot like we need to and you know we did that we we went from for our PR firm everything was based on traditional media and we went from that and pulled everything digital for all our clients lost clients like cut back with clients had to gain new clients did all of these pivots that it I started to feel like a whirling dervish I was like whoa like I'm spinning in the now i've i know everybody's like what's next for events and i'm like i don't know you can miss me with digital events like i will do them but it's just not me like i i'm as introverted as i am i think there's nothing more beautiful than people coming together to enjoy right you can't replace that yeah <laughs> i just scenes. actually
2: realized that there's been no event like what an yeah. idiot i am there's been no
1: events for a year yeah. digital events yeah
3: yeah, there's everything, you know, and that that's the only thing that saved us is that we have a PR firm that we can move our staff over to and they're all doing things that they don't want to do. And yeah. So, you know, it's been it's been tough, but I'm I'm not what I'm realizing now is that I'm open for the opportunities and I'm willing to do things that maybe I didn't want to do before or see opportunities that I didn't see before because maybe I was so focused on like building the best events company in North America, are so focused on our, like, you know, let's win awards with our, with, with Halo. And now I'm more just like, not in survival mode, but like, how can we do things um, more creative and, and make things feel fun again? That's all that matters to me. It's yeah, like, how it, can
2: we make it fun? It is fun? coming. <laughs> You're going to be so busy in about like four months. You better get some sleep. Cause I'm, I think people are going to be like, I'm not joking, like, on bars, like, like, it is going to be wild what's coming. They are going to be, it's going to
1: be insane when the, we're allowed out of here. We live our 20s. Yeah, it's going to be bigger. Oh, oh, um, so thank you so much for j- joining us. Um, cannot wait to see you again in person. And thank you for sharing, you know, like cat said, a lot of people just aren't don't talk about it so so it's just it's not fair because where can you find support and not feel like you're not alone if people aren't talking about it so right. thank you for sharing your story with us and and where can people find you I said in the beginning but tell us again
3: you can find me um on instagram at coco and coast c-o-c-o-a-n-d-c-o-w-e um same for the blog and also on twitter
2: do you like your are you liking podcasting do
1: you love podcasting? Yeah,
3: I love podcasting. I really I, I really do. I, I we we were working out of a studio um, when we first started and what I loved about that is that we could actually talk to people in real life, which is great. But the good thing about podcasting is that I can talk to you here and still see your face, which is great. Yeah, so, I love I love podcasting. It's because you get to talk to people about stuff that's like real. Because people don't feel yeah. like it's not super professional. It's not like um, yes, like a job interview where everybody's like saying stuff you that you want them they think you want to hear. Yeah. but it's you're lying. Everybody's lying.
1: Yeah, um, everybody's you hear that, guys. Take that home. Everybody's lying, and she's right. You Everybody. know, it really does open up more on podcasts than anywhere else. Yeah. I, I, I like
2: that. Yeah. And it's conversations, which people don't always have. Like, you know, yeah. when you're, I because I hate small talk, like hate small talk. Like yeah. I hate going to a party and small talking. Mm-mm, I don't want to do that. Me
3: too. So, that's what is, you guys have been really good, good at. Like, that's why I love all your stuff because you just go straight to it. Like
2: it's, you
3: know, it's yeah. like a shot. Ugh. It's like straight no chaser. Let's go people and stop <laughs> with the
1: bullshit. <laughs> I love it. I land the plane. Just <laughs> got time for yeah. niceties. I know. We don't even say hi in mean, emails. Hey, just when we get raped. It's bad. I'm like, Natalie, sometimes you no. have to
2: talk. You know, like sometimes no, you. Have to at try. least
3: you get the. At least you get to the point. Like yeah. I, all the niceties. It's like, okay, we get it. But like, no, yeah. I love it.
1: I like you. That's why you're here. Let's carry on. Let's go. <laughs>
3: exactly. Oh, and well, you we, can listen to my podcast is called Conversations with Coco. And you can find yeah, that. We will link
2: everything there. down below, guys. Uh thank you for joining us. I really you so I'm so thankful that we got to have an, an open conversation, like Nat said. And can't wait to come to your party.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> <you are laughs> we're gonna be so dressed, ready to go. We'll be here for And I provided. can't
3: wait to come to your like live show. That looks yeah. so awesome.
1: Oh yeah. my wow. god. It's <laughs> you guys wild. Are so so, you're so, you you're so kind. You. Well, no. enjoy
2: the rest of your day. Can't wait to yeah, see you, you in person
1: too. again.
3: I know. Us too. Bye. Bye. Bye guys.